wish you could hear God's voice? Are you struggling to find stillness in the busyness of mom life? Is being present daily and sometimes moment by moment a battle for you? Welcome home, sister. This is Unabridged Faith. Aloha, my name is Paige Amber Bacani. I am a lover of Jesus, wife, mama, and mentor. After living by my own strength for years, I finally gave up and took a chance on Him. The simplest way to describe what the Lord has done in my life is that I was one way, and now I am completely different. I want that for you. My mission is to journey alongside you as we openly grow in our faith by being present with God's Word, practicing prayer, pursuing fellowship, and sharing powerful testimonies. If you want to learn how to invite God's peace into your heart, motherhood, and mind, I know this podcast will speak to you. Slip on your shoes, strap on your little ones, and let's go for a walk. We have a date with the Lord. All my love, your sister, Paige. Aloha and good morning, sweet sisters. The verse I will be referencing today is Esther 4.14 from the ESV translation. I very highly recommend that you go back and read all of Esther 4. However, this is the verse that I will be focusing on today because God has made it very clear three different times, at least today, that this is what I am meant to be speaking on. Esther 4.14 says, For if you keep silent at this time, relief and deliverance will rise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. And who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. This year, I got my first planner from Horacio Printing, and she has these monthly printouts, and this month's was that verse, Esther 4.14. And so it has been hanging on my fridge, and I keep looking at it, and I've heard the verse many of times, and I've read through the Bible, I've read it in context, but it was sticking out to me differently but I didn't feel like I was having any revelation either, if that makes sense. It's like when something catches your eye and you keep asking God, okay, why is this catching my eye? Why is this catching my eye? And you're not receiving an answer, but it keeps catching your eye. So that has been happening all month of February, right? Now we're in March. So today actually, wow, is the day that I am supposed to be taking it down. And he's just revealing so much to me about it. So we went to the public library this morning and I was searching for some books with my littles. And for such a time as this, as I was walking through the aisles, just one of the books like hopped out at me and I saw it and just like kept going. And then we got home and I have this little encouragement, daily encouragement type thing that my cousin gave me. And I'm way behind (laughs) telling on myself here. I think I was on February 10th. And so sometimes when I get behind like that, the kids went down for a nap and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to read through all these and catch up to March 1st because it's the beginning of the new month. Like, let's start it strong. And he references this verse twice. He references Esther twice and how we were created for such a time as this, not yesterday, not what is to come, but right here, right now. And this podcast and health coaching, our fostering journey, all of these things, I'm motherhood in general, our marriage, my relationship with God, our home, our land, all of these things I keep asking and begging for vision. And 
the vision is in here. It's that we are here for such a time as this. We only have this day to be mamas to our little ones. We only have this day to deepen and strengthen our relationship with Jesus and with our husband and with our friends and with our family. And last week I had discussed that I'd been struggling a little bit because I felt like I, well, I didn't feel like it. I was missing out on my morning time with the Lord and I didn't know what to do about it. I didn't know what it looked like to change things. All I knew is where we were right then and that what we had been doing with Graceland, the co-sleeping and the feeding throughout the night had worked incredibly for the first three months, but then it was no longer working. And such as is motherhood, you find what works and you do it until it doesn't work. (laughs) And then you have to problem solve and figure something new out. And so that's what my husband and I did. I think I talked about this with Jacob. It would have been two, almost three years ago now. We ended up doing a form of sleep training with Graceland. I know that can be controversial, but this is what works for our family. This is what blessed our family. And I am so grateful that my husband is so much stronger than me. (laughs) And he can see the big picture, not the momentary cries. And we decided, okay, Evan is going to be here from Friday night to Monday night. That gives us a good span of time to start helping her sleep on her own. So on Friday night, Evan went in every five minutes and then he changed it to every seven minutes and then to every 10 minutes to comfort her. And she was fussing on and off for about 45 minutes that first night. And then she just fell asleep and she slept through the whole night. And we woke up and we could not believe it. We let her sleep in our room and we actually just slept in the living room on the floor on this little mattress pad. And then the next night we tried it again and she went to sleep almost immediately. And let me backtrack. That first day after the sleep training, I was about to put her down for her first nap. So I put her in her carrier and I was going to start bouncing on the BOSU ball because that's just how we had been putting her down up until that point. And I would hold a lambskin against her back as I was rocking her. And then when she fell asleep, I would lay her down on the lambskin so that it didn't like take away. She, she wasn't all warm on me and then laying on this cold surface. Her body temperature was regulated and it was just an easy way for her to fall asleep. However, when she woke up, she was upset and confused because she fell asleep on mommy all nice and warm and cuddled in. And then she woke up in this bed in this little container all by herself. So we yeah, decided to do the sleep training. And as I put her down for her first nap, I felt just almost a little tinge in my spirit that I was still trying to take control, that I was still trying to do things the way that I knew, that I was still trying to hold on to what had previously worked instead of surrendering to all things new and trying something new. And I know this might sound a little bit like I'm over-spiritualizing my child's sleep, but it matters to me. This is my relationship with the Lord. This is how every single tedious moment matters to me and I wanna bring it to him. So I went out and I told Evan, babe, I was putting her down, but I really feel like we're supposed to try to lay her down and let her sleep on her own, even for her naps. And he was absolutely okay with it from the get-go. So we laid her down. She fussed for not long at all, and she fell right asleep. I was completely amazed. I was like, I would have been in there rocking her for 10 to 15 minutes. She would have fell asleep for maybe 20 to 30 minutes and woke up, and then we would have done it all over again. And she slept for like 
an hour and a half. I could not believe it. Her body had just been craving the sleep. It just needed help to get there to where she could do it by herself. And she also found her thumb, which has been an absolute game changer. Neither one of my babies loved the binkies, which is totally okay because I, I prefer them to not have binkies. However, whatever works for your family works for your family. Jacob never found his thumb though, and Graceland did. And it has been so amazing and it's so cute. And yeah, I, I'm just completely blown away. I know that sleep, especially with little ones, is completely unpredictable. We are going to visit my dad soon, so I know that sleeping in a different place sometimes might throw them off, and that's okay, you know, but right now, she's doing amazing, and I am celebrating this win, and when it's no longer working, we will figure it out from there, but I just want to encourage you guys so much because I was really struggling with my morning rhythm. I was struggling with the pace of my day. I was struggling with how, Lord, how do I get this morning time, and he gives us all different answers, all different solutions, right? But for me and my family in this moment, in this season, it was as simple as sleep training our baby. It was such a simple, practical step that is completely attainable. And I'm just so grateful that God is that personal and that practical and that he loves us enough to show us even how to sleep train, even how to help our little ones sleep on their own. And so now Graceland has been sleeping for almost 12 hours at night. She'll sleep in until like at least 8.30 or 9. She maybe wakes up one time to eat, but most of the time she just sleeps through the entire night. She lays down for all of her naps and sleeps. And like today when we went to the public library, Jacob wasn't ready to leave yet, which was totally okay. So I just put Graceland down in the baby carrier and she fell asleep. So her sleep really does feel like an absolute answer to prayer and a gift from God. And my heart aches for all of you mamas who that's just not your reality right now. And I completely understand it because that was not my reality for such a long time with Grace or with Jacob. And yeah, for these first three months with Gracelyn, I encourage you to pray about it as I'm sure you already have. Keep praying. Keep asking for practical steps. <laughs> Ask your husband, can you please help me? I'm not strong enough to do this on my own. I need your help. I need your guidance. I need your encouragement. And, and trust them. Release the reins. Let them take control. Let them stand in as the head of the house and confirm what God is telling you guys as a family is best for you. So I know that this is short and sweet, but God can be so practical. And for us, it was. It was just being practical and asking him, I need this morning time, Lord. How can this happen? Bringing my need not only before the Lord, but also to my husband. Brainstorming and problem solving and saying, okay, I know it feels like she's too young and she's a lot younger than Jacob was when we tried it, but let's try this. Let's try something new. And it working and praising God, praising him before it worked and praising him after it worked. And then using that time, that morning time to worship him, to glorify him, to honor him. How many times do we beg for time and he gives us the time and then we waste it scrolling or just, I don't even know. Honestly, sometimes what we do with our time, snacking, like none of these are bad things, but when it takes the place of time that we could have been spending with the Lord, um, especially when it takes the place of time that we asked for him to provide for us, that is when I see a problem with it. So I hope that 
you guys also seek him in this time how asking him how you can have more time with him how you can grow in intimacy with him maybe it will be starting a bible study maybe it will be reaching out to a friend and reading together or maybe it might be something as small as sleep training your child i don't know what it looks like for you guys but i want to reach out and let you know that if what you're doing right now is not working God has an answer for it and he can help you get through it. I don't know what the answer is for you guys, but I do know that he has one and I would encourage you to seek him out and whatever that is. And so how all of that ties into our verse of Esther 414 today is that I have been making so many excuses about, yeah, if I can't be in your word, Lord, if I can't be journaling, if I can't be hearing from you, I can't be speaking anything to these women. I feel like a fraud. I feel like I don't have anything good to share with them. Like I haven't got to sit down and dig into your word and study it and spend hours making this message to be able to give them because I want you guys to be nourished through this podcast. I want this podcast to bring you closer to the Lord. Otherwise I wouldn't be doing it. And I feel like he's really telling me, like, if you keep silent at this time, I will bring relief and deliverance to my daughters. Like, I will encourage them. I will help them have peace in my presence, but it won't be through you. I'll bring it up through another place and you're going to miss out on that. Like, you're going to miss out on what I'm doing to build my kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And I don't want that for you, Paige. I love you. I love you, my daughter. I want you to stand up in your rightful place and take the authority that I have gifted you to speak to these women and what I have put in you to say to them is important. If it's coming from me, it's important. Rather you think it is or not, rather you feel like you have the perfect words and the perfect timing or not. And it's funny here how Malachi tells her, and who knows whether you have not come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And he's speaking about a different kingdom, as you'll see when you read it in context. But it's the same for me. Like, who knows if I came to king, the kingdom, God's kingdom, on earth as it is in heaven for such a time as this. I spent a lot of my years not living in the kingdom and not living for the kingdom. And who knows, now maybe he has brought me into the kingdom for such a time as this, for this season of motherhood, to walk with you, to encourage you, to love you, to let you know that you are winning in Christ's eyes and that we can lean on him in every moment of every day to help us be all of the women, wives, and mamas that we want to be. I love you guys so much. I hope that you have the time to read through Esther 4. And I hope that you also carve out the time and the space to sit with your husband and to sit with the Lord in conversation and in prayer and ask where are things going well and where could things be going better and brainstorming different thoughts and ideas of how to improve what's not going well and then actually taking action on them. I would love to get an email from any of you about an action step that you have taken It is such a joy and a delight to hear from you and to know that Holy Spirit is speaking through me and he is making a difference in your life and in your family's lives. I love you all so much and I hope that you have such a beautiful week. Aloha, sweet sister. I am eager to connect and hear how the Lord spoke to you through today's episode or maybe even throughout the week, because I trust that he did. I want to ask you to pause and help me with a quick favor. If this podcast has blessed you in any way, 
please take a moment and share how through leaving a heartfelt review on Apple Podcast. This helps other women, like us, find unabridged faith. Your kind words fill my heart with so much joy, and I have hope that your review also encourages others. If you are ready to go all in with your faith, please email me at unabridgedfaith at gmail.com so we can stay in touch. And come join our community of faith-filled women at facebook.com slash unabridgedfaith. I trust that the Lord will continue to use this podcast to draw us near to His heart. And I pray for a week full of intention and connection as we grow in unabridged faith. In Jesus' name, amen.